raising serotonin. I am sending you a lot of good energy today, <laughs> like so much good energy. If you don't follow me on Instagram, go do that right now. It's just at raising serotonin. You'll be able to find me. But on Tuesday, I put up a story set about, about what happened on Monday. And long story short, I smashed my passenger side tire into a concrete barrier that is not normally there, okay? Like, I just don't go smashing my car into things. But I got ran off the road and I smashed right into the barrier. I'm fine. Everything's fine. I just don't have a car and it's probably going to cost me something. But regardless, I am beyond thankful that I'm not hurt and that it can be fixed. And that's why I'm sending you good energy today and the rest of the week and obviously always but I don't need anything happening to any of you okay I took the hit for all of us okay good love you okay so happy Thursday I love Thursdays Thursdays are the best days ever I mean Fridays are awesome too but Thursdays are great you know it's therapy day and obviously podcast day so we're going to talk about taking action on our self-love journey and I I want you, I need you to remember that you are human and this journey is never, ever, ever going to be completely perfect, completely linear. You will learn so much about yourself and it will help you grow that you don't even want it to be perfect. You want to learn from mistakes. You want to learn from other people. You want to see how things go for you. You want to do trial and error. That is how we learn how to live our best life. And it's possible and not that it happens right away, but it is possible. And I'm on that journey right now. I'm living proof of it. And there's so many other people that are also living proof of it. You guys are here with me. So I want you to know that I'm just some regular girl from Bucks County, Pennsylvania, has a full-time job and likes to actually take care of herself. And that's what got me on this journey. So you don't have to be some special person. You don't have to do special things. You just have to really, really want it and your life can be good. The reason that I am recording this episode is because obviously it's a part of my mission to help you understand that there are multiple ways to grow, get better, get healthier, and realistically, just wake up in the morning not exhausted every single day or falling asleep after you eat or getting anxiety when you want to say no to something but you feel like you have to say yes. Like, you don't have to live a life like that. You actually can grow and get better and get healthier. Like, it really, truly can happen for you. But I need you to know that you have to take the action. You actually have to take steps and physical steps to do these things. And it's not just, okay, I bought this and it's going to work. Or I read this book, so now I'm great. Like, you actually have to do more than a few things. And I can sit here all the live long day until my face is blue and lift list out all the fluffy amazing stuff about a self-love journey and why it's amazing and all that but I'm not because we have to take this episode to talk about action and get you up and going and ready and feel good you can build up the confidence to actually take more than one baby step you can take a big step and it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be like your entire leg. It can be like half your leg instead of like the little inch forward. 
I'm just kidding. You can take all the little baby steps you want, but they are eventually going to make make up your big steps. First thing is first, we have to acknowledge that we are excited about the journey and be proud of ourselves for actually taking this step. And like I just said, small wins matter too. And every single part of the process deserves recognition. And even if it's yourself who's giving you the recognition, like, oh, hey, like I did better today or, ooh, I, I love that. I did this or that. Those are such good things to tell yourself. And that's going to be something that we talk about, which is self-talk in this episode today. And one of my favorite sayings right now is, I love when I realize I'm handling a situation better than my old self would have. I love that. Just want to take a moment for that to sink in. I'm going to say it again. I love when I realize I'm handling a situation better than my old self would have. Now that is an amazing feeling. That is proven growth that you can visibly see. It's like measurable at that point. The only way that you can actually get to that point though is through action. I saw a different saying the other day and it said, taking action is the strongest form of self-love. It really couldn't be more true. The action doesn't actually need to be like this huge thing every single time. Like you don't need to take that 10 foot jump. You can just take like a half a leg jump. I think sometimes people can get that confused. If an intrusive thought comes into play when you are trying to take action, say to yourself that these small wins matter too. Every single step I'm taking matters. This is progress and I'm doing Great. So what actions can you actually start with? Some examples that we're going to talk about through this episode today are creating a bedtime routine, working on self-talk, and overall taking care of your health more. And these are massive, massive wins. And it's going to take some effort and, of course, action on your end. But you can start at any point of your life. Like there is no good or bad place to start. I just genuinely want you to start loving yourself. I am hoping that some of this can give you some ideas or start getting some things flowing in your head. Maybe it will spark something into your journey if you're already on a journey. First mentioned a bedtime routine. And the reason that I focus on sleep so much is because it is so important. That way that we prioritize it because prioritizing good quality sleep is self-love. It's a part of the self-love routine and journey and all the things. Your sleep is going to dictate so much of how you feel and move the next day. We can literally build this routine together right now. So if you are a female, you need seven to nine hours of sleep a night. Males, you can get six to seven, eight, and you'll be okay. You can actually hear Erica talk about it uh, a little bit about more about that in our episode from last week. So if you didn't listen to that, definitely go check that episode out. It was very, very good, very informative. But depending on what time you need to wake up in the morning, you need to make sure that you are getting into bed at least 30 minutes to an hour before you know that you should be asleep because I don't want you like just getting into bed and being like, okay, oh, why am I not asleep? Like that's just going to cause so much stress. So some nights are 
going to be better than others and you may sleep better than others, but this is just how you start to build up good quality sleep is with good quality sleep habits. So what's next? Next involves what are you going to do prior to bed? Example, do you shower at night? Another example, are you working out in the morning or do you just need to put your clothes out for the next day so you can be more prepared so you don't are, are not rushing around in the morning? That gives you five, 10 minutes of extra sleep. Do all the things that you need to do to get yourself prepared for the next day before you are ready to calm your mind down for the night. And calming your mind down before getting into bed is so helpful for good quality sleep. And some ways to calm your brain down are, these are probably obvious, but not looking at your phone and not looking at your phone while you're in bed or really watching TV while you're in bed. Watch TV before you go to bed if you're really going to do anything like that. Personally, I like to read when I get into bed because once I'm laying down with the book in my hand for like three pages, my eyes are heavy, like burning. I'm like, okay, I just need to go to sleep at this point. And I fall asleep so much faster than I would if I was scrolling on Instagram, TikTok, or Facebook for hours. And then all the blue light is messing up your head with your head and that's going to cause you poor quality sleep. That's not good sleep hygiene. So reading before you go to bed, meditating, doing some yoga, showering, those are all really great things before you go to bed. Or journaling, that's also great. Getting anything lavender scented is very good for sleep. Having a conversation with someone, if you have something on your mind, listening to a podcast or light music. Yeah, those are just some examples. And that's just all setting yourself up for that. Like keeping things very low key and calm and having like the lights dimmed and not really, obviously if you're reading, make sure you can see, but not really having too much pressure on you and just remembering to take some deep breaths and just get into the sleepy time mode. And like I said before, it takes some time and I used to have the worst sleep hygiene in the entire freaking world. I used to take four hour naps in the middle of the day and wonder why I couldn't sleep through the night. So also, if you're waking up in the middle of the night um, or at at like 2 a.m. ish, if it's not to go to the bathroom and it's just you can't fall back to sleep, it might have to do with your cortisol. Uh, So that's something else that you can look into. But Again, like trying to figure out what is best for your sleep is self-love in itself. Like I'm making a heart right now. Like sleep, good sleep is self-love in itself. It gets you ready for the next day. It is just energizing. And yeah, I never used to feel like that ever. I would always wake up and be like, I'm still tired. And it was because I had poor sleep habits. So working on that is definitely key. The second step that I talked about is starting to work on our self-talk. I'm still working on this to this day. And I think in another episode that I've actually mentioned that if I have like an intrusive thought or if like I say like, oh, Sam, like you're an idiot. Like I will like try to stop myself as soon as I say those words. I know that this is completely different than building a bedtime routine, but that's kind of my point. I am trying to show you that there are multiple areas of your self-love journey that you can start working on at your own pace. Like I mentioned in the beginning, we are all just trying to get 1% better every single day. And 
I hope that's your goal. I hope you're not trying to get 900% better every single day because then you're just going to burn yourself out. Like doing these baby steps are good. And the way that you talk to yourself is how your brain is going to perceive you and most likely how everyone else around you is going to perceive you. If like you're constantly calling yourself dumb or stupid or ugly or something like that, like people are going to think that way about you. And that is not true. That is not right. We're not doing that. We're not giving other people the, the negativity to put on us. Like, we're not doing that to ourselves. And since our brains already go towards the negative, we need to be our own cheerleaders. And that's something that I do as a coach. I am a cheerleader. Like, I cheer everyone on. It's actually, like, I'm a huge hype girl. It's why my thing for or my name for my emails is like your hype girl because that's what I am and I love it so much. I love supporting people on their journeys and I know it's so hard to be your own cheerleader when you aren't loving yourself because you're like, why would I do that? Like, why would I hype myself up if I feel like shit? I get it. I've been there and that's how the negativity cycle starts is when you aren't loving yourself. You are just ragging on yourself all the time and it may come from something a lot deeper and I just want to add that in that it may not just be surface level things so if you are genuinely struggling and cannot figure it out on your own please know that it's okay to ask for help and I highly recommend finding a therapist to work through your inner child things with you and past trauma and all the things that you need to work through because therapy is normal and it's beyond beneficial for your self-love journey and a complete amazing investment and that is something that I will always put into an investment in my health and wellness journey so I can't speak more highly of therapy if you actually need it and you know that that was not something that I was always about So know that that is okay. Some ways to get your brain to be more positive is actually writing down what you believe about yourself and it's the positive things that you believe about yourself. Like don't even go towards the negative. Like that's not the point of this. Like that would be the opposite point of the exercise. Writing down and reading it out loud to yourself, it's like kind of like studying and you take notes and you read them, you say them, you put them in a on a presentation, whatever, to help you learn them best. And like, gross, I can't believe I compared it to studying, but it's really, that was the first thing that popped into my mind. And it's true. Like the more you write things down, the more you read it, the more you say it, the more you hear it, the more you will remember it and believe it. And it's going to, it's got to come from the core. And I know that it's hard to find some positive things about yourself when you're not in a good headspace. So do it on a day that you're feeling better. Do it on a day that the day is not so hard for you because that's a starting point and that's self-love right there. Setting your phone and computer background as positive affirmations, getting affirmation cards, and if you need some, I have a bunch that I can link to you. Putting those positive things around you wherever you can. Like I have posters everywhere with things, positive affirmations on in my room, on my computer, on my phone, all the places that I can see it all the time. And yeah, it might seem super cheesy to do that, to find like some affirmations about yourself that you can just like make your background. But it actually takes the brain seven to 10 times to really understand like a, a concept and remember it. So this has to be a practice. It has to be a journey and it has to be 
and really an everyday thing where you're telling yourself that you love yourself so much that you're amazing that you're growing that things are going to work out for you that you are worthy of love and care and good things all of that all of that has to be said all the time because you are worthy of it and the more you tell yourself of it the more it will be a core value of you of yours and lastly i mentioned taking care of your health more and obviously this is my sweet spot (laughs) i fully believe in health is wealth and when you feel good you actually want to continue to move forward you actually want to get up in the morning you actually want to help people you are actually excited about life you want to be around other people our gut is our second brain So let's compare it to self-talk. If you are treating your gut like shit, you are going to feel like shit. If you are talking to yourself poorly, you are going to feel poorly and other people are going to perceive you poorly. It's the same kind of concept here. And nutrition is a big, big key to making you feel good again. And a lot of the foods that we have around us are not good for us. They have a lot of oils that are not good, a lot of processed foods and dyes that are not even legal in other countries. So learning what's in the foods that you are eating and learning what foods serve you best is self-love because now you have more energy. You don't need a nap after you eat or have a stomach ache and have to run to the bathroom. You figured it out. You're learning, you're fueling, you're growing. Taking these steps each and every day I know can be a lot but you do the small things reading one or two pages going for a 10 minute walk and then next week reading three or four pages going for a 20 minute walk next week after that like make them build off of each other and it becomes a practice and have the strength to do it because you love yourself enough to want to love yourself more You're supposed to be here for a reason. And do you see how it's all connected? But how it all starts with action? Because I know that action can be hard, but you can do it. You can do it. Take the first baby step. And then eventually you'll be able to take that 10 foot jump. I hope that this episode helped you connect some dots on your action steps. And if you need someone, please always come to me. Fill out the application in the show notes so we can connect more. We can hop on a discovery call. We can figure out if my coaching is best for you. I can give you some resources. I, I can help, okay? Like, I'm here to help. I'm a resource for you. And if you guys could leave me a nice rating and review on Apple Podcasts and and rate on Spotify, that helps me so much. And it's just a free, easy way to support Raising Serotonin. And it helps anyone else that's on their journey uh, looking for serotonin inspiration. They will be able to find this podcast more easily. And I appreciate you all so, so much. And I can't wait to talk again soon. All right. Bye, guys.